Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled I Promise. Here we go. I promise to love you always. Forever in my heart, you will stay. I dream about where we will be 50 years from now or even 60. I promise to laugh at your silly jokes and to pretend like it's my first time hearing them over and over again. I promise to trust you beyond a shadow of a doubt. And when we are faced with indecision together, we will figure things out. I promise to listen to you always. You are my very best friend. I promise to consider your feelings until the very end. I promise to say thank you for all of the things you do. I promise not to take you for granted. I promise that my love for you will stay true. I promise to keep my vows to you. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. I wanted to take a moment to say, we did it. This is season two, episode 100. And despite all of the things that I am going through, I made a conscious effort to meet a goal. Now, I may be just a tad bit short in terms of the date that I had set, but I was still able to successfully meet the goal that I set out to meet. I'm grateful. I'm also grateful for every opportunity that I get to share my life's journey past and present. I am so grateful for this platform. I am so grateful for my audience sticking with me through all of this type of roller coaster ride we have been on. <laughs> I had someone tell me, girl, you be going so deep on your podcast. And yeah, I don't know if y'all remember, but there used to be this um, saying and it was like, so you think very deeply. And the response was, yes, I do. Well, I remember hearing that so often <laughs> years ago. And I always felt like I was that individual who thinks very deeply. Now that could get me into trouble sometimes um, or not. It just depends on who it is I'm dealing with at the time. But yes, I do think very deeply. Um, and I share deeply too. That has been something that's been a part of me my entire life. It's just sharing my truth, sharing moments, sharing my experiences. That's just always been a part of me. And so this is no different. It's something that I guess you could say I do it naturally. Um, now, it is not always easy. I will tell you that much. It is not always easy to be fully transparent 
Um, it is not always easy to go down memory lane. There are times that I'll have a knot in my throat while I'm trying to share with you all some of my past trauma, some of my past experiences, um, because truth be told, they haven't always been pleasant experiences. But nevertheless, I don't believe that I actually went through, <coughs> excuse me, I don't believe that I went through what I went through for just me. Um, hopefully, there has been something said on these episodes that has caused someone to rethink a few things, maybe that they've been tossing at night, wondering if it was all in their head, so to speak, trying to get it out, not knowing how to convey it. Hopefully that there's been something said that would encourage someone to follow their dreams unapologetically. Hopefully there's something that's been said that has allowed someone to do a little self-reflection. Um, even when it comes to looking over my past, there have been a lot of people that I've needed to and I have actually apologized to. Because whenever you are dealing with certain types of um, issues and you may not have gotten the help that you needed at the time, knew who to contact to get the help, or just literally brushed it under rug because you thought it eventually go away, um, you may wound someone unintentionally just because your perception was tainted. So I can honestly say that I have been in relationships where the other person genuinely, wholeheartedly, without a shadow of a doubt, loved me. But because I was unfamiliar at that time in that season of what love was supposed to look like, um, I didn't always see it at that time. Um, and there were times that I actually called it something way other than love. And it wasn't until I started getting rid of some of that stinking thinking that I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's this thing called the five love languages and you might want to familiarize yourself with that so that you don't call something that truly is love something else simply because this individual is ministering to you from a different way that you may not be used to. And so now I try my hardest to count up the cost I try my hardest to count up the cost when I'm entering into getting to know someone. I try my hardest to count up the cost if I am about to transition to a new location. I try my hardest to count up the cost if I'm about to purchase a new vehicle. Yeah, I really try my best to count up the cost. And I believe that that is something, <coughs> excuse me that my past has taught me. 
I true I don't believe I ever you know when I was younger you're not thinking oh let me count up the cost no this came a whole lot later on in life when I started to recognize that girl if you don't start weighing your decisions you could truly disrupt your whole world so once I learned that then I was like, oh yeah, let me start counting up the costs. Let me truly start paying attention to people and how I feel when I'm in their presence, how I feel when they speak to me, how I feel when that conversation ends. Let me start paying attention to that. Then after I hone in on my feelings and my emotions, then there are times that I just, I'm like, ooh, I need to pray about this. And so I'll pray. I'll seek the face of God and be like, okay, Lord, I got a couple of question marks right now concerning this situation. And I'll ask for clarity. Now, a long time ago, I don't do that much as I probably should do it more now than I did back then. But there was a prayer that I used to pray on a constant basis. And when they say, be careful what you pray for, because you just might get it. There was a prayer that I would pray. I feel like it was quite, quite often. But I would literally say, God, if this person is truly for me, draw them. But if they are not, please drive them away. Either way it goes, Lord, reveal the truth to me. And when I would pray that, <laughs> looking back, oh, so many relationships ended abruptly after praying that prayer. And then I don't know if I just got tired of... of <laughs> Finding out that a lot of people that were grinning in my face really weren't for me at all. But I stopped praying that prayer for a season. Cause, and I have, and I guess it was a long season because it's been a minute. I haven't prayed that prayer in a minute. But I've heard that rejection is God's protection. So in all actuality, maybe that's something that I need to try to reincorporate into my world. Lord, if the person is for me, dry, um, draw them. But if they are not, drive them away. And give me clarity on which one it is. Um, yeah, especially now this day and age. This day and age is, oh, it's so much going on, y'all. So, so, so much going on. So I hope that you're taking care of yourselves. I'm doing the very best I can in this right now season that I'm in. Whew. It's been a rough, rough, rough day. Um, but yeah, I was able to get through it. My children were able to get through it. Um, I am truly grateful for my support system. I'm grateful for the phone calls. I'm grateful for the condolences. I'm grateful for time. Just to take time out to mentally heal emotionally heal, psychologically heal, 
Um, the other day I was, I had sent a message to my therapist and I was having, I was having a moment and I literally told her how many people in the past two years that have been truly, truly a part of my life for so, so long, family, friends of family that I've lost and how many that I've lost to COVID. And when I was typing that information, it was one thing for me to type it, but it was another for me to read it and process it. When I processed that number, it did something to me. As I counted up how many people I've lost, as I counted up how many people that have passed away of the ones that I've lost because they had COVID-19, that did something to me. Count up the cost. Count up the cost when you are thinking that you're invincible. Count up the cost when you are thinking that you are untouchable. Count up the cost when you think that this could never happen to you. Count up the cost when it does happen to you. We take so much for granted. Life is one of those things that we tend to take for granted. For some reason, we have this feeling that time is on our side and that we have plenty of it. But I recall reading something and I'm most likely going to paraphrase it. But we don't know the day, the time, nor the hour. When we have certain conversations with people and we listen to their take on someone who is transitioning from life to death. A lot of times they speak like they have more time. And I think that that's the human side of us. The human side of us, whether we confess it or we deny it, wants to be in control. The human side of us wants to call the shots. The human side of us, if we're not careful, truly can have a God complex. And I'm not saying that we're not made in the image of God. But what I am saying is that we are not God Almighty. We're not Him. Although, yes, we are made in His image. But we cannot call when 
our time will be. We don't know, which is why I think it is so imperative to cease every moment that you can to live, and I mean live, your life. A young lady, 30 years old, known as a I don't know if she was a current Miss America or a past Miss America. I'm so sorry. I didn't do my research prior to getting on here. But she killed herself. Beautiful, radiant. I mean, you were voted Miss America, even if it was in the past. That is a beautiful thing in and of itself. Outwardly, she was beautiful. So you have a beautiful thing taking place in your life. You're an absolute gorgeous woman. And something, something happened that caused this individual not to want to live another day. Another hour, another minute. On the outside She looked like everything was a-okay. But we do not know her internal battles. We do not know what it is that caused her to believe that she was not worth giving it one more day. And there are a lot of people on this planet right now who are suffering silently, who are smiling, chuckling, laughing out loud, cracking jokes. But on the inside, they are having one of the biggest battles. They are suffering from depression and do not know it. Their hearts are broken And they have been waiting for a release and don't know where to find it. They are literally going through and don't know how to overcome. It is definitely, definitely hard sometimes to be able to even try to figure out what it looks like on the opposite side of what it is you may currently be going through that you feel is like you can't overcome it. Because a lot of times we just feel like we can't overcome sorrow. We can't overcome grief. We can't overcome pain. We can't combat rejection. We can't combat hurt. We can't come back. A lot of times these are feelings. These are feelings. We feel as if. And there's so many people that make a permanent decision based off of a temporary situation. I pray that whatever it is that you are going through, that you truly do not give up on you. 
that you try to figure it out. Sometimes it's as simple as shed those tears, girl. Shed those tears, boy. Excuse me. Sometimes it's just that simple. Cry it out. Do what you got to do. Get that heaviness off of your heart. Because then maybe once you get the heaviness off of your heart, then you can hear the answers to your inquiry. You can hear the answers to your concern. I know that there's a scripture that says that God is concerned about the things that concern us. And sometimes we can't always articulate where the pain is coming from, where it's stemming from, why it's even there. Sometimes we cannot explain that. And I'm here to let you know, y'all, that's really okay. We're not going to always have the answers. We're not going to always be right. There's going to be a lot of times we get it wrong. Lord knows I know that there's a lot of times that I have gotten things wrong. But if I am constantly making it a habit of beating myself up because I didn't do this right. I didn't say that right. I didn't act this way correctly. If I'm constantly beating myself up for things that have already transpired that I can't redo. That's torture. That's mental torture, emotional torture, psychological torture. You're tormenting yourself by constantly beating yourself up on something that you can't undo. And that's one thing that you cannot constantly do and expect a positive outcome. You can't keep beating yourself up and then expect it to be a positive outcome. How about trying to forgive yourself? Maybe one day we'll know why this Miss America took her life. And you know, they always say, say their name. So, so that I can show respect. Let me see if I can find out what her full name was. Chelsea Christ dies at 30 years old and she was Miss U. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Correction. I stand corrected. See, not going to be myself up. I'm going to make the announcement the right way. Miss USA 2019 Chelsea Christ, (coughs) excuse me, dies at 30 years old. And I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. My heart goes out to her family. See, that's devastating, y'all. It's one thing for you to hear or for you to find out that someone has been told that They are passing away because if they share that information with you, then hopefully you can get some type of 
peace eventually. Because you can go and you can say your goodbyes, hopefully. You can process the news, so to speak, before it actually transpires. Sometimes that's kind of like, you know, going through trauma twice um, for a lot of people. However, those sudden deaths, those are the ones that can catch, not, not minimizing any death, but the sudden deaths are the ones that could catch you completely off guard. Even when we count up the cost, we may not always get 100%. But my heart goes out to her family. I know they're devastated. I know they're in a state of shock. And this is something that, how do you, I mean, who? It's a lot. This world is hurting. And I know so many people are in pain right now. So many people are don't know what is going to happen next. So many people have lost so many lives over the past few years. I can attest to that personally. And I don't want to become desensitized to death. I don't want to be that person that just because I've had multiple deaths in my family, that one day I look up and I'm just like, and another one. I don't want that to be my testimony. But I also don't want to keep grieving the way that I've been grieving and Mourning the way that I've been mourning over and over and over and over. It is taxing to your spirit and your soul. I know firsthand. That's one of the reasons why I had to incorporate therapy. Is because I knew that there was no way on the face of this planet no matter how much I love God, no matter how much I have a conversation with God, there are certain people that have a profession for a reason. And I am going to incorporate that in my life just so I can maintain my sanity. Because losing your pillars, losing the people that are monumental in your life that help you to maneuver through life, I understand why people go from zero to 100 real quick. And I know that it is only by the grace of God that I am still sane. Because I have people that are surrounding me, that genuinely love me, that check on me, that want to make sure I'm good, that want to hold my ladder so that I don't fall. Who's holding your ladder? Who is making sure that you are okay mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, physically? Who is checking on you to make sure that you're okay in the temperature of this world right now? To make sure that you're not having wrong thoughts while you're hiding behind a smile. 
to make sure that you are getting sufficient rest, to make sure that you are eating the right foods, to make sure that you are incorporating exercise, to make sure that you're not getting angry all the time so that you don't become a person who is literally displaying road rage whenever you are on the road, who is making sure that you're just G-O-O-D, good. In every facet of the word. Are you good? Are you okay? Do you have someone to talk to? Do you need someone to talk to? Are you counting up the cost before you make that decision? Are you operating in fear instead of faith? Have you given up because you don't know the answer? One of the wisest things that God ever told me when I just couldn't make up my mind was be still and know that I am God. So there have been so many moments in my life where when I knew that I didn't know and I asked him for clarity, all I would hear was be still and know that I am God. And that has carried me through so many storms A lot of times you'll hear someone say, if it had not been for him who was on my side, I don't know where I would be. Can I be quite frank with you? I don't want to know where I would be without him on my side. I don't even want to put that thought in my mind. Because I'm grateful for being covered by him. The great I am. I'm grateful. Because with everything that I've gone through, the only reason why I'm able to do what I'm even doing now is because it's not by my strength. It's by his will, by his might, by his strength. That's the only way that I'm able to operate on a day-to-day basis at times. And I'm finally at a point that I am truly okay with that because I have discovered who not only has my front, he also has my back and my sides. God's got me all the way around and truly, truly, truly. If he is for you, if he is for me, it is more than the whole world against us. So even when these trials and these tribulations come, because they will come, even when they come, if you have someone who you can lean on during those times, it makes it just a little bit easier to bear. I know my friends are going through their own stuff. 
But there are times that I will pick up the phone just to express my grief, just to express what I'm going through at that moment, just to release my frustration with the situation, just to talk about it. And nine times out of 10, by the time I get off that phone, those same feelings, those same emotions, that same energy that I had before I called, something shifts during the duration of that conversation to where I feel as if a load is finally lifted once we say goodbye. It's something about having support. And I'm talking about the healthy support. There's something about that that is liberating. I hope that you will get the support that you need in this season of your life. I hope that you don't use someone taking their life as an example of that's the only way out because it's not. Trust me, I'm speaking to you from a place of experience. There was a season in my life that when I had the worst of worst of worst of news, I literally had thoughts that I knew did not belong to me. But by the grace of God, because I'm so transparent, I was able to talk to the people that I love for them to talk me out of that mind state or that state of mind. You got to have someone to pour back into you when your cup has become empty. I have a friend that she records herself a lot. And I told her that I was going to probably start doing that for myself. And one of the things that she said that she recognized is that by doing that, whenever she has a moment and in that moment, maybe she's not feeling the most confident. Guess what she can do? She can go all the way back to one of those memories when she was literally speaking life into herself. And she can play that tape over and over and over and over again until her cup is running over. Maybe it's time for you to start doing that to yourself as well and for yourself. Speaking those things that be not as though they are about you. You have the capacity to overcome anything. But it takes you to believe in you. I hope this episode encourages someone. I am going to go ahead and end this episode. But before I do, I wanted to shout out (laughs) to my future hubby. Hey, future hubby. (laughs) So y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon. Whenever it is that you hear this episode, but please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one and thank you for listening. 
Bye and God bless.